Hey guys, Maestro here, bringing you episode 171 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm asking you the question, are your goals just wishes? All this and more in the full episode, but first, DJ, gimme that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hey guys, Maestro here, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Maestro on the Mic. So we're going to hop right on in today, and we're talking about goals. So if you're listening to this on the day it drops, which would be Thursday, December 26th, happy day after Christmas if you celebrate it, or happy Thursday if you don't celebrate it, uh, just happy whatever, but I want to throw that in there. So The new year is coming, which means people have goals and resolutions and whatnot, and that is awesome. And I actually held a uh, webinar, I guess it was last week, for my, or I I called it, hashtag Maestro Goal Gang, and it went actually super, super well. But one of the things that I keep seeing, and one of the reasons that I actually wanted to hold it in the first place was because many people, quite frankly, suck at setting goals goals. So, you know, I am proud of people for having goals. I was talking to my friend Matt the other day, and you know what? You have to have goals. Like, if we don't have them, we have nothing to strive for. And I think people sometimes let themselves off the hook by not having set goals so that they, if they don't reach them, they don't feel bad. But then you're never working towards anything, right? You can refer back to that Roosevelt quote, the man in the arena, right? It's better just to try. And if you fail, you die, whatever. It's better to do that trying. But One of the things I see, getting back to goals, is that people, they don't set good goals. They set goals, and it's not that they're not achievable in some instances, it's just that there's no plan in place. So I wanted to take an episode, a Thursday shorty, to talk about this, and actually next week, next Monday, the long episode, episode 172 that's coming out, is all about goal setting, and I brought on, or brought back on, Meredith Root and Alex Parker uh, of Tactic Nutrition, and it's just all about goal setting and achieving goals. And, you know, this is what they do for a living is they work with people in coaching. And it's a phenomenal episode. So definitely make sure that you catch that one. Um, I strategically set it up so that it's right before the new year. And this has become like a tradition. I had them on last year right before the new year. Uh, and I think moving forward, I'll probably do the same. Uh, because the new year, you know, it is a time when people set goals. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right, I, there's the pendulum always goes all crazy, and it's like people are mad at you for setting goals, and they're like, "Why wait to the new year?" And then you don't set them at all, and then they're mad at you for not setting them. So like, set them, and let me help you get actually achieve them. So, what I want to do in this episode is kind of talk about what I did or what, I, what we went over in the webinar, but not everything that we went over in the webinar. What I'm going to do is, if you didn't catch the webinar, you didn't you didn't uh, sign up for it, register for it. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes. And you can click on that link. You just got to enter your name and your email and the link 
for the recording of the webinar will get sent to you. And it was really good. It went long. I'm not going to lie. It was like an hour and a half. Um, but you can speed up the recording. You can actually jump to certain parts where questions are answered. It's a really cool new platform. Thank you, uh, Cirque Physio, for opening my eyes to that. Um, but the link will be in the show notes if you want. And I would strongly recommend that you just watch the webinar. Uh, it's got all the stuff in there. I do it with a PowerPoint per usual. But the big thing with goal setting and making sure that they're not just wishes is having a realistic, digestible, practical, actually doable plan. So I came up with, like, not like I totally invented this out of thin air, but the way I present this is a 10-step approach, right? Simple 10 steps, uh, but really, it's really seven. And then the, the last few are just like, keep going. But I presented in the webinar a 10-step approach, and I kind of want to go over that today, talk about that, and hopefully you can take a step back, take some time, and look at your goals within the framework of these 10 steps and say, Am I, did I do this? Am I actually going to be able to achieve my goals? Have I broken them down enough? So let's just jump right into that, uh, these 10 steps. So the first part of setting an actual goal, right, is, I guess I should say, let's back it up a second. The pregame is to just set a goal, right? Just write anything down. I want you guys to shoot from the hip. One of the biggest things I see stopping people is that they don't write things down. They, they stop themselves before they can even, you know, flesh out the idea. There's like, ah, oh, that's not that. It's not good. Write everything down. Write your goals down. No matter how far-fetched you may think they are, write it down. You need a starting point, right? Just get started. Put it down on a piece of paper, put it down on a whiteboard, whatever. Right? And then now we go into the actual refining of the steps. So number one is to make your goal objective. You have to put a number to this goal, whether it's that you want this thing to be done by a certain date, or you want to make a specific amount of money, or you want to like increase your bench press, your squat, you want to gain weight, whatever. It needs to be objective. Well, quite often people just say like, oh, I want to make more money. And that's cool. But what you're really doing is just letting yourself off the hook so that if you don't do that, you don't feel bad. When you put a number to it, suddenly it's real. And then if you don't hit that number, you're worried that I actually, I guess I should say, you're worried that if you don't hit that number, you're going to feel bad, you're going to let people down, it's going to be embarrassing, whatever. So you let yourself off the hook before you even get started. So step number one is make your goal objective. Step number two is to set realistic expectations and outcomes. So like I said, for the pregame, just shoot from the hip, write everything down. And then within step two, this is where you want to actually say, is this possible? Right? Maybe your goal is to lose 100 pounds. You have to ask yourself, is that possible within the time frame I've given myself? Right? Or maybe your goal is to increase your squat. Well, is that actually possible within the time frame that you've allotted? Right? Maybe you're like, oh, I want to increase my squat, but you know, go from 200, back squatting 200 pounds to back squatting 300 pounds. That is huge. All right, and you have to look at the rest of the parameters there. Like, what's your training age? Can you actually get to the gym? Are you a hard gainer? Right? Are you doing all the other things around it? Like, is this a feasible goal? Within this point, you know, this this step, this is, you know, a good time to reach out to a professional or someone else who's done it before and ask them, do you think this is actually something I could do? Or like, no, it's not possible. So actually, I reached out to Meredith and Alex. I reached out to Meredith specifically because she was one that coached me uh, because I have some physical goals um, that I talk about in my webinar uh, that I want to achieve. And I was just like, Meredith, is this actually possible for me? Like, you know how I am, you know how I gain, like, 
Is this too much? Am I overshooting? Am I undershooting it? Uh, and then I went from there. Okay, so step two is set realistic expectations and outcomes. Step number three is the moneymaker step, which is to break that goal down into small actionable steps. So if the goal is something like, you know, increase your back squat by now 25 pounds, right, which is still a lot, but let's say that you went from 100 down to like, okay, I want to increase it by 25. All right, well, then now this is when we actually have to create the plan of how we're going to do that. What are we going to be working on every single quarter, every single month, every single week, each day, right? Break that down is what do I need to actually do to achieve this? And this is again, where it may make sense to work with somebody, because let's say that your goal is again, I'll use back squatting because it's easy. If your goal is to back squat 200 pounds, guess what? Going into the gym every day and just trying to lift 200 pounds is not going to get to your, get you to your goal. You have to actually have a plan in place, which for many people means you need to work with someone who's been there, done that, and this is their expertise. I had some folks on the webinar who wanted to get, you know, a pull-up or multiple pull-ups for their goal for next year. Well, one, I have to ask, is that realistic to get multiple pull-ups? Have you, are you even close to that now? Where are we at? And then, okay, if we've established that one is a totally feasible goal, you're not going to just go to the gym every day and just try to pull up and then try to pull up, try to pull up. There is a much more efficient and effective way to do that. And oftentimes your best bet then is to invest in yourself and pay someone else so that they can, they can coach you on that. And then you break that down into those actionable steps. What do I actually have to be doing? All right. Step four is then dividing the actionable steps into even shorter time frames. So I kind of alluded to that in step three, where we look at, okay, what do I have to hit each quarter? What do I have to hit, you know, each month? What do I have to hit and do each week, each day, right? This is how you're actually going to get shit done. Yeah, it is a lot of work to set a goal. It should be a lot of work. When we make it easy, then that's usually why we don't hit them because we're just like, "Uh, I just want to like lift more weight. And then suddenly it's next year and you're like, I'm still kind of doing the exact same thing I was before because you haven't changed anything, right? You got to put in the work on the front end, which is the planning part, which kind of sucks, but that's how you set yourself up for success. Step five, which I think is probably the second moneymaker step is to take a look in the mirror and think to yourself, if you have had these same goals in the past, but we're unable to achieve them, why? And then you have to make sure that your system that you have in place thus far is actually addressing the things that stopped you in the past. So take, for example, we had someone on the uh, webinar who wanted to run a sub four minute marathon. So she's working with a coach. She's determined that it is feasible and actually switched the goal from you know, 3.45 to four hours, or, you know, basically her goal originally was like, I want to run either a 3.45 or, you know, less than a four. And I was like, how about if we just make it less than four um, for a few reasons? And so when that was decided upon, the next thing was, well, why have you not done this in the past? What has stopped you? And in her case, it was injury. So now we have to say, what are you doing now that is addressing the fact that you always get injured? Is it that you always used to overtrain? Okay, well, then does your current plan address that? Is it that you don't sleep enough? Is your current plan addressing that? Is it that you don't, you know, uh, have proper nutrition? Is, that, is the new plan addressing that? What is it that actually stopped you from doing this in the past? If it was simply that you just didn't train enough, okay, cool. But in her case, that was not the case. In her case, it was that she always got injured. So that means we need to be making sure that the current plan 
actually addresses those issues that stopped her in the past. All right, so step number six is going to be to get yourself a support squad, a support person, an accountability buddy, something. Put it on social media. You got to do something to make yourself accountable and ideally get yourself some support. The best people to surround yourself with are the ones that, you know, when you say something, this is your goal, they're excited for you. Not the ones that are like, well, I don't know. And none of those Debbie Downers, right? These are the people that after you've, you know, this is assuming you've already gone through steps one through five, you've put in the work to plan it. These are the people that you want around you that are just like, hell yeah, actually, I want to join you. That sounds dope, right? What can I do to help you? So step six, get yourself some support, get yourself some accountability. Put that shit out there somewhere. Hold yourself accountable. It'll make you that much more likely to do the thing. And now step seven through 10 is basically doing the thing. So step seven is get to work, which means you can start right now if you want. You don't have to wait till 2020, but if you if that's what you want to do, all right. Step eight, stay accountable with your accountability buddy, right? whoever that is, if that's social media, whatever it is, stay accountable. Number nine, do not stop. Number 10, I mean it. Do not stop. All right. So you see those last ones is just doing the work. Realistically, the difference between success and not success, I don't only say failure, but success and not succeeding is just continuing to do the thing. Right. If, and Alex actually talks about this in episode 172 that's coming up, if we make the process the goal, right? If we make if we make a successful completion of the process, the actual goal. We'll hit our goals and our actual goal may change, but we will still have accomplished something. And I guarantee you're going to be proud of it. You may end up with a different goal because suddenly along the way, you're like, you know what? Actually, this is what I want to be doing. Or maybe you don't hit that objective marker that you set in the beginning, but you learn so much along the way and you gain so much along the way that it doesn't matter. And you're still that much closer to your goal. Right, whether it's because you know more, now you know a better strategy, or because you actually made you know, the actual objective progress towards that whatever objective goal that you had. Uh, so 10 steps, hopefully you're not driving trying to write these down, but 10 steps to making your goals something that are, making your goals not wishes, we'll say that, making sure that your goals are not wishes, right? Number one, make your goal objective. You have to be brave here. You have to put a number on it. Put yourself on the hook. Number two, set realistic expectations and outcomes, which means being realistic with yourself right now, right? Being realistic with yourself as to where you are right now. Oftentimes we don't set such realistic goals because we're kind of like, I'm embarrassed to say where I'm at, right? You got to say, be okay with that. If, before, you know, if you were a former collegiate athlete and now you don't even go to the gym at all, that's okay. But we probably shouldn't make the goal then to go to the gym six days a week, even though we know that physically at some point we will be capable of it or we were capable of it. There's a reason we're not doing it that much right now. And so we have to be realistic with ourselves and say, okay, this is where I'm at right now. So maybe just maybe my goal becomes to go to the gym once a week. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Be realistic. It's really interesting when I talk to people about setting goals. At first, they're scared to put in, you know, objective measures on it. And then they're scared to hit their goals, right? So that's why they're like, I'm going to put this really high goal once I do put an objective measure on it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just make it, and I kind of hate using that word just, but why don't you make it something that we know is truly achievable, right? So 
maybe, yeah, okay, I hear you. Work out five to six times a week would be ideal. Fine. But what's actually realistic? Okay, working out once a week. Okay, so then let's make that your goal. It's okay to hit your goal. And maybe you maybe you achieve your goal in the first two months of the year. Amazing that you just make another goal and you have the same the same steps, right? But we're just starting from a new place. So number two, set realistic expectations and outcomes. Number three, the moneymaker step, break that goal down into small, actionable steps. Right? This may be another time when it's really good to work with somebody and have them write out that plan for you. I'm working with Ben Patrick from Knees Over Toes Guy or from ATG, uh, Athletic Training Group, Athletic Truth Group, I think actually is what it's called. Um, but he wrote an entire program for me to so that I could achieve my physical goals for next year. Right? And then we divided them into 12-week segments. So that's that segues into step number 10, number 10, step number four, which is divide the actionable steps into shorter time frames. Right? Give yourself these little benchmarks. Number five, make sure that if this is a goal that you are bringing with you from this year, from the past, you haven't been able to achieve, that your new plan is actually addressing why you could not achieve said goal in the past. Number six, get yourself a support squad, an accountability buddy. Put that shit out there so people know what's going on and get someone to check in on you. Number seven, get to work. Number eight, stay accountable with that person, those people, whatever. Number nine, do not stop. Number 10, I mean number nine, do not stop. All right, so there is my 10-step approach. I've heard it called SMART goals. Uh, I didn't really look into this, what SMART goals are, but it may, it's all the same stuff out there. As long as you are making your, your goals objective, you're making them realistic, uh, you're putting them, you know, looking at actionable steps, holding yourself accountable, getting someone to hold you accountable, and then actually doing the damn work, you will be just fine, right? Try to make the, try to make successful completion of the process the actual goal. Okay, I'm looking at the time. This one's running a little bit long, so going to cut it off now. Remember, if you want to go and watch that replay, it was a really, really good webinar. People on there were just awesome. If you want to go and watch that replay, uh, the link is in the show notes. If you want, I'll be your accountability buddy. Send me those goals. All right, but make sure if you're sending me the goals, because that's what I'm going to ask you, what steps do you have in place? I, I will listen to you guys. I am more than happy to listen to you guys. But I need to know that you're actually taking action, that you're actually putting things in place to do the, th the damn thing. Right? Plan the work and then work the plan. One last thing, don't forget, next week we got Meredith Root and Alex Parker coming on for a dope-ass episode, just kind of a continuation from this, all about goal-setting, goal-achieving, uh, and a bunch of other things, right? So I'm talk about that uh, documentary, Game Changers. We talk about the new changes within CrossFit, a bunch of good stuff, right? So definitely give that episode a listen. All right, officially wrapping it up this time. Running a little long, but thank you guys. You really are the best. I know you could have been doing anything and you chose to listen to me. And for that, truly, truly, truly grateful. Until next time, my friends, maestro.